Thanks for listening to this Ave Maria radio podcast. Be sure to share it with your friends and family and across social media. Building the church so we can bless the nations. This is Ave Maria radio. Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. Father Kevin Madigan is the pastor of Our Lady of Good Counsel and St. Thomas More in New York. He was born and raised in the Bronx, where he attended local Catholic schools and was pastor of the Church of St. Peter in Lower Manhattan from 1999 until 2012. He uh, currently also serves as on the Archdiocesan Committee for Catholic-Muslim Relations and on the Clergy Advisory Council to ArchCare. On um, September 11th, he was leaving his parish of St. Peter's in Lower Manhattan when he heard the first plane hit the towers. And uh, Father Madigan, good to have you with me. Thanks. Hello, yeah. So talk to me. You heard the uh, the first plane hit the towers. What goes through your mind? Well, at first I thought it might have been just an, an accident as a, years ago when a small plane crashed into the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, Obviously it wasn't. Yeah, and it was it 15 minutes later, we, we all knew better. Um, knowing that you had an emergency at hand uh, as a priest, what did you do? Well, the first thing, I, I uh, took the oils for the anointing because I was, uh, when I saw the flames and smoke coming out of the tower, I realized it was going to be heavy casualties. And uh, so I went out just trying to see, find where they were bringing the, uh, those who were wounded or hurt or whatever, and, uh, and just trying to be of, of assistance that way. And uh, when I was in front of one of the towers, I guess I looked up and, and all of a sudden, I, then I saw the explosion. It was the debris from the second plane hitting the, the south, the uh, south tower. And that went flying over my head. So. Wow. That you were that close. Yeah, I was about a, a block away from the uh, north tower, but the uh, when the, the second plane struck the south tower, the the, the explosion went uh, blocks in every direction. Yeah. Wow. In fact, a piece of the of the uh, of the, of the, one of the planes uh, put a hole in our in the roof of our church, in St. Peter's Church, where we were only about half a block away. Wow. So, in a chaotic situation like that, and you know, there's loss of life. Uh, do you run to the site? Do you run back to the parish? I mean, what? I'm just curious how you. Well, we, 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 what to uh, do. I had been told that they were bringing the um, the wounded to uh, uh, an area that was the other side of the World Trade Center. So at that point, myself and another priest were bringing the we were trying to get over there by making a big wide circle around the whole area of, of uh, the World Trade Center. And uh, at that point, we were, we were doing that. The um, the uh, the uh, south tower uh, collapsed, so we all I could see in the distance that it was that it was beginning to uh, to implode, and so I I yelled, "Follow me!" And we all ran down the subway station to the platform down below, trying to be away from the, the exploding right. debris. Right, right. Um, where were the where were the uh, the wounded uh, and the deceased being taken to? And in the, in, the, in the very outset, they uh, they were taking them to uh, St. Peter's Church because we have a huge about 11 steps leading up into the church. They could sit there, and uh, but then the, those who were who actually had were dead, they brought them into the uh, sanctuary of the church. It was a big marble area, a very large sanctuary. So they were lying in the uh, on the on the marble floor, waiting for the the 
ambulances to take them to the city morgue. Mm-hmm. About, about 30 people were put to the church. Who, 30 people who were, who were who had died, who had perished, and maybe oh. another. I'm not sure how many were um, on the steps. The guy wasn't there. Another priest was uh, taking care of that. Uh, I was trying, as I said, make the uh, make my way over to where they, I'd been told they were bringing the uh, the wounded. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you rushed in in a chaotic moment like that? Do people run to a priest to ask questions to confess? I mean, what? Just curious. What no, that no, would be they like. weren't. It was. I mean, okay. um, everybody just looking up and, and awe, awestruck at the, yeah. at the uh, at the at the towers. And uh, then when the first tower collapsed, and everybody just ran. You know, just. And uh, I mean, I, I, there was one man I was speaking with, and before at the very, very, very beginning of this whole experience, and uh, he had his brother had um, was working in one of the towers, and he was distraught, fearing that his brother was going to die. So I was just trying to console him, you know, that. Uh, uh, you know, don't give up hope. He, he may get out. In fact, in, in the North Tower, um, below the level below the level of impact of the plane, about 98 percent of the people uh, were able to get out safely. Wow, wow! Because yeah, because there was a, there was an, uh, another bombing in 1993 or 94, I guess it was. Yeah, I remember. At the parking lot down below, and as a result, that they had all they had instituted a number of fire drills. So they were trained how to evacuate the building as fast as possible. Yeah. It's been 20 years, and um, I'm I'm just curious. I'm sure that you uh, have referred to 9/11 in your homilies uh, at appropriate times over the years. Do you are would you give the same homily uh, this year, 20 years later, that you would have given in the first anniversary of 9/11? In fact, I did because the. Uh the, the the message I was trying to impart 20, uh, 19 years ago on the first anniversary is pretty much just as valid today. Yeah, tell me. And that was sorry. No, no, please tell me. Yeah. No, it was, it was just that I was trying to use the passage from Scripture that unless the seed falls to ground and dies, just means as he ripped that seed first dies, produces much fruit. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to convey that in the that God can work even in the, uh, in the greatest tragedy, that, 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 that um, in that tragedy, when there's death, there's also life emerging. And that, that, that paradox of that terrible destruction, and as terrible, as horrible as it was, we saw like very soon afterwards, even, even at the time it was happening, that people were uh, being courageous and charitable and, and also giving of themselves and trying to save those whom they possibly could. Mm-hmm. So uh, there were, there were um, uh, workers who wouldn't leave their post until their fellow workers were all out. They, would, they carried some of those who were wounded out, and uh, they risked their own lives. Of course, the firefighters and the police officers went, went rushing in to the, to the, into what was, could be certain deaths they knew, and, uh, and, uh, and that heroism, that bravery, and that giving of themselves was, uh, and out, was, was at the same time as we saw the, the, the uh, terrible uh, destruction that was wrought by the terrorists. Yeah. Uh, I have a sister. Uh, her family lives in Manhattan. Uh, so does my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and their family. And uh, we talked a lot uh, during the, in the weeks uh, succeeding 9-11-2001. And they all said that New York seemed like a different place in the weeks uh, afterwards. Did did you sense it that way too? Yeah, that's very true. And uh, there was much more of a sense of uh, of people working together, and a sense of you know people were not as brusque as, and as harsh towards each other. They were sort of checking themselves, realizing you know that 
that some of the, the, the minor irritations aren't worth getting upset about. And uh, when you consider the, the, the gravity, what we all had gone through as a, as a city in the, on 9-11, I think people were able to put things in perspective. But of course, it didn't last all that long. But right. for a couple of weeks, it, 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 it was a different kind of uh, a different kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Um, what in the aftermath of the event itself? Uh, I'm sure you did lots of uh, counseling with people, uh, people sharing stories. What were some of the most memorable moments in the next the few months following 9/11 for you? Oh, one memorable, memorable story was uh, of a physician who, um, who came to me about a week or two later apologizing. I was wondering what he was apologizing for, but he said that he was uh, coming down to ground zero for a meeting that, that morning. And when he got to, you know, uh, by St. Peter's Church, oh, he, that's when the attack, the, the explosion, he could hear it. And uh, and uh, and then very soon after, the, the, the uh, uh, fire department were bringing the wounded to uh, the steps of St. Peter, St. Peter's, where they would put them, wait there until they uh, uh, could bring them to the hospital. And um, of course, many of them were bleeding, and and they were, the 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 the, uh, the, the ambulance hadn't arrived, and, and they were in danger of bleeding to death. And he had no equipment, no no uh, medical supplies with them. So what he did was he ran into the church. And he noticed that there were uh, altar linens on the altars. And so he just took them all out, and he ripped them up, and he made tourniquets, and uh, and, and 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 bound up the wounds of those who were in danger of bleeding to death, uh, so that they could be able to least survive that until they were getting uh, proper medical attention. So he uh, he apologized. And I said, "Oh, no need to, you need to apologize." And he said, "He said, well, I guess I'm not Catholic. I'm Jewish." So I said, "Well, that's a, a mitzvah, which is the Jewish term for a good deed." <laughs> you know, but uh, to me, it struck that yeah, these 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 cloths that we use for our most important religious act, our uh, worship, um, in the Eucharist, to hear that those very same uh, materials were now used to bind up the wounds of. Uh, of uh, those who are in danger of dying. So that, that's what should come out of our worship of the Eucharist as well, you know, that, that when we worship God at the same time, that, that, that impels us to, to bind up the wounds or, or assist yes. our brothers and sisters who are in need. No, that's great. That's a, that is a great story. Yeah. Rich, yeah. rich with significance, too. Yeah. 20, 20 years after, um, is America better off than we were 20 years ago, or are we worse off? More divided? No, I'm sure. The most significant event, that, part of that day, apart from the tragedy, was how people came together. And yeah. it was a great show of unity of different religions, ethnicities, races. I mean, it was just a sense of how do we help? How do we be able to be a, a, a common force for good? And now, of course, in our country, we see so much polarization and uh, people dividing into tribes and camps and and uh, it's, it's it's just a different a different country now. I think today after now maybe if there was a kind of a tragedy like that would bring people together. I don't know, but uh, but um, it, it certainly is. We don't see the kind of sense of uh, of a community of a, of, a, of a whole that we that we saw back not right. that nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I was looking over the the uh, sermon you gave the other day, and you there's a line in it which I really thought I wanted to just ask you about. Because uh, I, I thought it made a lot of sense, you you write that faith does not provide us with any special information. Uh, so it's it's not there just to fulfill our our fondest desires. Um, tell me more about faith, as it's not a not necessarily it doesn't load us with new cognitive information. What is it? 
Well, well there, there certainly is a, a, um, an intellectual element to faith, but the faith that is most, I think, essential is that which uh, opens us up to the, the human experience and God's presence in that human experience, and uh, and, and and that 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 God is there in our lives all the time, and faith helps us uh, into it that 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 that, that uh, presence and. Uh, and, um, and 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 that is you know sometimes beyond without words without concepts it is that movement of the Holy Spirit in, in impelling us to be the presence of Christ in the world uh, around us and I think that's the sense of people um, um, were moved had, had that intuition of how can they be you know God's presence of those who are in danger of of dying or or, or in suffering whatever the case may be so I mean is that the I don't I shouldn't really dismiss the cognitive element but but what was operative there was more that sense of uh, of that um, that that intuitive presence uh, sure. intuitive uh, uh, intuition of God's presence yeah yeah and 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 it also it's related in some way to hope right I mean that we are we. We live in hope that beauty will triumph, that uh, light, uh, not darkness, closes off uh, our experience. And, uh, Correct. That, that, and that we can be the agents of that hope. And that, that, yes. that as I think I said in the homily, too, that God can bring uh, meaning out of chaos. And uh, again, as I, the example that Jesus gave of the seed falling apart, that when it seems that everything is just dying, you know, in a, in a plant or a seed, the very same time that the seed is disintegrating in the soil, the tiny roots are emerging. And the tiny roots, when nourished by the rain, will become a plant or a flower or a tree. So that what appears in some sense to be the end is a beginning. And, that, and that, that's the whole paradox that we live day in and day out, that as we learn to be able to let go of the old, what's dying, and be able to receive God's grace coming into us, what's new, that's, then we move on to you know, that, um, that appreciation of God in our lives. Amen. Father, thank you so much, uh, sure. certainly for your service. Uh, but to join me today, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. Father Kevin Madigan, uh, again, pastor of Our Lady of Good Counsel in St. Thomas More, New York. Born, raised in the Bronx. Uh, he attended local Catholic schools there, sharing with us 9-11-2001 and 9-11-2021. I'm Al Cresto.